everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. With me, as always, is Hal Humphreys, our, our host. How, Hal, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? I'm doing good. We have a great episode today. We'll be talking with Isaac Peck of OREP. Let me bring him in. Hey, Isaac, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Jim. It's good to be here. Well, um, you know, Isaac and I have had a fairly long relationship. Um, but for those listeners that are out there that don't know who you are, would you please tell us who you are and kind of how you ended up in this real estate valuation space? Yeah, thanks for the question. I'm I'm the publisher of Working RE Magazine. So we publish a, a print and digital uh, magazine to appraisers. We've been doing that for 20 years. And then we also run OREP Insurance. So OREP insures over 10,000 appraisers nationwide. We do a lot of professional liability, E&O insurance for appraisers. And um, we also can do other insurance products. Um, but th that's kind of what we're really good at is, is uh, bringing the latest news to appraisers as well as helping them protect their businesses with insurance. I love it. And um, for those of you watching uh, on YouTube, you may recognize Isaac from some of the conferences uh, that we host, uh, either the ACTS conference or the Appraisal Summit or Valuation Expo. Um, so Isaac is around. Uh, he, he spends time with appraisers. Uh, not only does he spend time, you know, getting to know appraisers and shaking their hands and doing that thing, he puts out an amazing magazine um, that is literally just useful information for appraisers. Isaac, I'm going to take a real quick break uh, and hear from one of our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Need a profitable PDC solution for your clients? Jaro's appraisal management software makes the process faster and easier. With Jaro, you can order standard appraisals, inspections, and hybrids, all on one seamless platform. The software also gives you everything you need to manage new vendors by taking care of background checks and letting you shop from a pre-vetted panel of inspectors with a wide range of credentials. Get started with Jaro today at tryjaro, that's tryjaro.com. Let's talk about E&O insurance. As, as new people are coming into the industry um, and, and not just using the insurance their mentor used anymore, what kind of question should an appraiser be asking before signing up with any insurance company? So a lot of appraisers purchase insurance because it's a client requirement, right? So the, the in order to get work from a, a bank or or any kind of sophisticated client, generally they want they require the appraiser to carry insurance. And we would say, you know, as you're as you're dealing with those requirements and going out to look at, at you know look for insurance, is pick a provider that has a lot of specialization and a policy designed for appraisers. So there's a lot of, you know, the new technology and insure techs offering uh, policies to three or 400 different professions and, and those kinds of things. And a lot of those companies may not know much about, you know, what an appraiser does and the policy might not be tailored to, to you know, your specific profession and provide the kind of coverage that you need. So first of all, we would say we would say seek out the, the providers that not just OREP, right, but, but some of our, our very longtime competitors that have been serving appraisers for, for decades. Um, because they're going to have kind of the, the background and the experience in terms of if you ever find yourself in trouble or, 
or uh, with an upset client or facing a demand, right? They've got the experience. They know what they, they know all about how to defend appraisers. And then the coverage is a lot more uh, tailored to what an appraiser needs. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that, um, you know, I heard a horror story a couple of years ago, uh, a fellow appraiser uh, in an adjoining state, I won't say which state, um, had gotten their E&O insurance uh, as a writer through their uh, real estate broker's insurance. Um, and they had a complaint filed against them. And there was like literally no actual coverage there for them. Um, it was just a writer to cover some, some basic stuff. Uh, I know that that appraiser has since um, gotten an actual policy from someone. But, you know, my thought is if you're an appraiser out there and you're looking for E&O insurance, this is not a perfunctory, let's get this done and move on. Think about, you know, insurance is there for the worst case scenario. Um, and it's not terribly expensive. So think about the things that might possibly go wrong. Um, when you talk to appraisers, Isaac, is that kind of the, the, the approach you take? Yeah. And, and to say that OREP has been serving appraisers for, for 21 years, you know, and we've got a really quality policy. That's not to say that we're more expensive than say other, other options and, and, uh, insure tech that you can just buy online where you never actually meet your agent. We can provide a million dollars of coverage for, uh, $500, $600, you know, it depends on the state. It, California appraisers are going to pay more like $700, <laughs> but <laughs> five to $700, a million dollars of coverage for the year. Um, so our policies are, are very competitive, but we, we have found, you know, that I talk to an appraiser at least a couple times a year, right? That where they purchased a policy, for instance, that doesn't provide coverage for state board complaints. Um, and you know even more than than claims right appraisers are are uh, apt to get a complaint filed with the state board against them whether it's a an upset borrower or a seller or you know Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are filing a lot of state board complaints and so you know I've talked to appraisers that that have a, have an insurance policy that doesn't provide them any kind of reimbursement expenses or coverage uh, when they get called to the carpet by the state and that puts you in a tough position um, mm -hmm. because all of the, the legal, legal expenses and if you wanted to hire a USPAP expert to, to come in and help defend yourself against the state, all of that's coming out of your own pocket. And so, you know, our individual appraiser policy provides $10,000, for example, of uh, disciplinary proceedings coverage. And so that's ten grand that appraisers can use to defend themselves when a when a regulator comes and, and starts sniffing around or or trying to to charge them with use pat violations, etc. Yeah, and and you know for the for the listeners out there, here's the thing: in the world of um, having to file a claim on your insurance, I would think, and Isaac, you tell me if I'm wrong, you're much more likely to have to deal with a board complaint than you are an actual lawsuit in, in, in the world of real estate appraisal. Oh, very much so. I mean, our, our mutual friend, Tim Anderson, I, I think he's, he said in the past, somewhere around 2,000 complaints get filed every year with state boards against appraisers. And, you know, some of those... You know, if, if the state board is set up correctly, they might dismiss the complaint before it ever gets sent off to the appraisers. But there are, you know, 
several thousand state board complaints filed against the appraisers every single year. It's it's a really uh, common thing that we see and that we're you know that that we help appraisers defend themselves for. Awesome, great. Well, let's do this. I'm going to take a real quick break to hear from one of our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Did you know that NAN hosts quarterly discussions with our appraisal panel on bias, inclusion, equity, and diversity initiatives that impact the appraisal industry? The topic of bias in the appraisal world will remain at the forefront of legislative, agency, and lender priorities well into the future. At NAN, we believe that intentional bias is only a very small fraction of the underlying issue and that outdated policies and regulations and unconscious bias are of far greater concern. It's our hope to work closely with the appraiser community as partners in an endeavor to improve processes and procedures and ensure equitable treatment for all valuations. Learn more by visiting nan-amc.com. Isaac, there's a new issue appraisers um, should be aware of. Um, and quite honestly, I don't know of a single appraiser in the country that isn't aware of this, but um, the recent racial bias claims. Uh, some ENO providers don't protect against these claims. Um, I've, you know, if, if, if an appraiser goes to Facebook to do research on, on what's available, they're going to get all kinds of really bad information. How do you make sure your provider is covering everything? What other items do appraisers need to look out for? Yeah, I mean, the, the discrimination or bias is very much like fraud in that you know, insurance carriers, all insurance carriers exclude fraud. And mm. in terms of professional liability policies, not just for appraisers, but for real estate professionals and, and all kinds of professionals, there are <laughs> discrimination or bias exclusions in every policy. And so there are a few insurance providers in the appraisal space that have added back coverage for discrimination claims. And OREP is one of them. Uh, some of our largest competitors, um, some might provide, you know, $50,000 or, or uh, a smaller sublimit of discrimination claim coverage. Um, and we, we provide between 100K and 500,000. Um, in each of our policies, all of our individual appraisers enjoy 200,000 of discrimination claim coverage, but it's a, it is a, a very much an increasing exposure for appraisers. Um, we've got at least five national lawsuits that have been filed against appraisers alleging appraisal discrimination. Then we've got, you know, we think hundreds of HUD discrimination uh, complaints that have been filed against appraisers. And if you're if if you're you don't have the right policy that's providing that coverage to you, you, you potentially you're kind of out in the wind. Where even though you're carrying insurance, uh, you've got an exclusion in your policy for that for for you know just any claim alleging discrimination. And so the we we really encourage appraisers to to read their policies and insure with uh, a program that provides that coverage. Yeah. And again, it goes back to what I said earlier for appraisers. You know, there was a long time when I was a young appraiser that I was like, you know, oh my gosh, I've got to get this, you know, insurance. I would just find the cheapest policy, not even look at it. I'd just pay as little as possible. But I've learned over the years that like, if you spend a little bit extra on a good insurance policy, if something happens that what seems like a large amount of money up front um, the peace of mind it brings is priceless. Um, and, and this is not for those of you listening, this is not an advertisement for Isaac 
or OREP. Um, I will say full disclosure, I have my you know insurance through OREP. Um, I think they're a fine company. Uh, I've known Isaac for a long time and I trust him and like working with him. But this is good advice for any appraiser. And, and Isaac, you know, I, I know you would prefer appraisers come to OREP, but if they choose not to, you would say get insurance. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I think that there are a few very sophisticated providers of appraiser appraiser insurance in in the this profession, serving this profession for a long time. Uh, OREP is definitely one of them. And, you know, the you're, you don't necessarily have to pay more to have good coverage. Right. Um, you know, we would put our rates up against all our competitors uh, in terms of, you know, we're very competitive and we we do our best to put you know coverage that you really need in in the policy i love it well isaac thank you so much for taking the time to be here today um it's always good to chat with you um and i'm looking forward to hopefully seeing you at the um axe conference coming up next spring out in colorado springs um in the meantime jim morrison do we by chance have an anonymous appraiser question that isaac and i could um noodle around with trying to answer we do have one, and this is really up your uh, alley, How with uh, it's on rural uh, appraisal. So it may be more of a question for you than Isaac, uh, but it says, I have a rural property with a ton of land, almost 100 acres. There's a farm home on it, but the roof is caved in and it's unlivable. Do I value the land or do I need to include the cost to demolish or fix the home even if they don't plan to use that home? Oh, boy. I mean, that, that ends up being part of a scope of work. Isaac, do you want to take a stab at this? I'm really glad that you're here to take that. <laughs> um, here, here's what I would say. Um, it, it falls down to scope of work. As an appraiser, you can value pretty much anything you need to value. If the home is on the land uh, and it is derelict, it is falling down, it is structurally unsound, um, you know, just out of an abundance of caution, I might um, see what it would cost to demolish the building. Um, if the roof is caving in, the chances of repairing it may not be feasible. Um, but I would at least look into that, um, and consider that in an evaluation. Um, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a call you're going to have to make. Um, and if you make the wrong one, you're going to have to call Isaac and get him to help you out on your insurance coverage. Um, I, you know, I, that's a long talk with your client. It's a scope of work issue. You know, does it have value? Probably not. Might it have a negative value? Possibly if you've got to demolish a building. Um, you know, the cost to remove a building that is falling down is literally the cost of an excavator for a day um, and an operator for a day to, to take the building down. So I think that's a fairly easy thing to deal with. Um, Jim, I hope I've you know muddied the waters so much that nobody understands what I said. <laughs> No, I think that's that's great advice. And, you know, if anybody else has any questions and wants to be included on the anonymous appraiser segment, reach out to us at comments at appraisalbuzz.com. We're always looking for new questions for our, our experts. Well, Jim, do we have anything else we need to cover today? No, I think we've covered everything. Isaac, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, it's always good to to see both of you. Always good to see you. So in that case, for Jim Morrison and Isaac Peck, I'm Hal Humphreys, and that's your appraisal buzz for this week. <laughs>